Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the definitive developer's podcast in bone-chilling, freezing Platykill, upstate New York. The panelists today are William Jeffries, Dave Anderson, Emmanuel Gennard. And today we'll be talking about team building. Before we get into that, I'd just like to let everyone know who are currently listening that we're recording not in the usual downtown Manhattan setting, but over at Platykill Mountains, New York at the Ski Lodge. It's a great view. We've had this view the entire day. And a lot of a lot of striders today went and skied and got some hot cocoa and s'mores and it's been an amazing day. So if you hear any background noises, it's because we're in the lodge and it's it has people walking around and doing what you do at a ski resort, I guess. But there's a fireplace, it's nice and warm here, and we hope that you enjoy the episode. Today we'll be talking about team building and many different ways to do it and how it can help the overall energy that it brings to to your your team and your project and the things that you're working on. Does anyone like any particular team building exercise you like to do at the clients that you're in or on a day-to-day basis? I'm a big fan of karaoke. I actually don't like karaoke, to be perfectly honest. I'm pretty terrible at it. It's always embarrassing. But I think it's a really effective team building exercise because it requires it requires people to, usually with the help of alcohol, because that's the only way I'd be able to get it done, to make themselves vulnerable in a thing that they're probably not very good at in front of coworkers. And when you trust your coworkers enough to sing terribly in front of them and they trust you, and then afterwards they don't make fun of you for it, it's a powerful thing that makes me feel like I can trust my coworkers more later. Uh, if if no one has a notice, the reason why my voice sounds the way it does, unlike <laughs> normal podcast episodes, is because last night we did some insane shredding and karaoke, and it was amazing. I might do that, like just go to karaoke, so I can just have this voice like mm. all the time. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> Monday idea. night karaoke. Yeah, Monday night karaoke with the Tuesday team. Night podcast. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really, you really killed it with "I'm on a boat." There. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, the yeah. song is amazing. <laughs> You don't know the song, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You should go check it out, and then afterwards get on a boat. It's great. <laughs> you know, for I think the team building to be effective, there have to be there has to be some level of self determination for the people going in. As in, it's got to be voluntary. There's been some forced team building where I remember one specifically, the first orientation for as a freshman in college. And they had these things where you went around and said something like, I don't know, your first name and an adjective that describes that it begins with the same letter as the first, something like that. It was just. Yeah, the name game. I remember you to do this too. Yeah. It's terrible. terrible because Yeah, yeah. Marvelous (laughs) Marvelous Michael. Michael. I was like eccentric Emmanuel. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Right? And I'm like, well, I'm the weird one now, right? So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. and, And. Yes, there has to be some way for the person to say no, and that'd be okay as well. Or to not come, that'd be okay as well. And also, if you're going to ask ask someone to do something like karaoke, I would hope that, say, a team lead, a senior person, would be the one who sings first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's important. To set the stage and set the tone. Set the tone. That it is okay to be vulnerable here by having the leader go first. That we're having fun here. Yeah. And it's okay to be terrible and... Enjoy it as much as you can, yeah. Yeah, safety is super important. You put Journey on and just like rip and don't worry about it. Everyone <laughs> loves you for it. 
close your eyes and let it <laughs> and then and keep and believe. <laughs> the one that I've seen actually in uh multiple places that I've worked at is game night. Game night is usually like happens after hours at work, but the office is still open where people can come in and participate. And either it's board games or it's like video game consoles. It totally depends on, you know, the, the audience and what people like to play. But like if the company allows the, you know, the employees to have that nurturing culture to do things after work at the office, I think it's pretty important because then you, again, you're spending more time that isn't in front of a computer or responding to this email or whatnot, but you are, you're getting other experiences with your teammates. So there's one really cool team building exercise from a former client of mine. Normally I wouldn't mention a client's name, but I really want to give them a shout out for this because it was really cool. So the client that I was working at was Slice, which is an app. Here's a free plug, guys. It's an app to help people order real pizza, like not Domino's and Papa John's. And, right. You know, the like they call it big pizza, you know. The man. <laughs> it's a little guy. Yeah, yeah. The little guys. The independent ones that actually, you know, make the best quality stuff. It's a platform for, for ordering pizza from them. And so one of the team building exercises that they did was pizza safaris, where they would take groups of employees together for a half day to go on a tour of different pizzerias that were on their platform. Oh, and so they got to actually meet their really customers cool. and oh, talk to them cool. and, you know, try their pizza. And nice. that, I think when you, if you can tie in your actual core business into a team building activity in a way that it includes people who are an important part of the business like customers that you normally don't have a ton of contact with, yeah. You know, that can be that can be a really powerful team building exercise, particularly if you're having trouble getting people on board with the idea of taking time away from work. Yeah. I, I guess in that vein also, like I, I really like the some of the events that we do at the Stride Quarterly meeting. Like having the open space, I feel like that's like very much aligned to our business as consultants and kind of its own kind of team building thing where you have that self determination. You're figuring out if you want to be at one thing or another and mm-hmm. kind of building something and i guess like maybe since i mentioned it this is not a common thing i probably need to give some kind of a context <laughs> about what, what is, it is what is an open space <laughs> so an open space is kind of like a conference where there's many different sessions that are happening in many different places at different time slots but it's completely blank to start with and all of the people who are there determine what the different talks are going to be they sign up for their interests and then, you know, the best efforts are made to accommodate the most popular ones. And and then people decide where they want to spend their time and what they want to talk about. And I, I think that as consultants, like that's really like right up our alley. Like it, it always feels really, really good doing that, even though it's kind of more towards the structured end than the unstructured end right. of community or team building and community building than what we've been talking about. Yeah, I see that because the um, like in this particular example, the organization has like the structure and kind of like set the tone of what is the open space. But the employees are the ones who are adding, you know, content to each open space and the talks that they want to be a part of. And those same people can also participate in other people's talks and what they want to listen. And that way you you have the organization gives you that space for you to you know, collaborate with people on different topics that don't normally pertain. You know, some of them can be pertain to work 
and some of them could be something out of whack. And it still brings all your employees together and all your developers together to share similar interests, no matter what it is, whether it's programming or video games or talking about your favorite comedian. Like there's, there's an open space for that, enough people, bam, it's happening. What's a good team building exercise for teams that have never done any exercises like this before and, and need to start building, building trust, you know, either because they're new or because that's a thing that they're trying to make a bigger part of their culture? For me, I always found when building trust with other developers or the client, it always goes back to taking people out for coffee because you're doing something or like even tea if they don't drink coffee because it, it you're you're giving that space to just like hey i'm getting you some coffee and let's just chat and it could be about anything usually you can do like your feedback sessions at that time but it doesn't have to always be like feedback you could just go and talk about whatever it is like just take things offline from work i think that alone is very very important if you take 15 minutes to just you know take your workspace offline and just talk about what they did over the weekend or if they saw a movie, what do they think about the movie? If, you know, any of their hobbies or interests of the other individual, if you have a genuine interest in that too and sparking a conversation within that is the beginning of building that trust. Yeah, and I guess also like kind of taking things out of a more structured environment and bringing it to a casual place where you can kind of get a more rounded trust of them and a picture of who they are. I found that to be really true at the client I'm at where we didn't do any anything outside of work, honestly. And then, you know, we at our company have a budget to take the client out to lunch a certain number of times a month. And so we started doing that and we really just got a feel for the who the other the clients were as people. It was really interesting to see. I mean, we feel like we got a a fuller picture of these other two people that we work with every day that we basically didn't really know, honestly. And it's also like it's brought other points of contact, other things we can talk about other than the code base we're working on. When I come in, you know, I can ask one client about his favorite sports team or another client about, you know, the move that he just made to a new part of New York where it's really like, you know, he's got to take one of those Metro North, things to get to the office takes an hour and a half and what he does there and things like that and what that's like and and so it helps just be people it just helps us be more human to each other i would say i would make the rule that the coffee you you decide to take your peers to should be at least like five minutes like it can't be the coffee in the office that's not the same like it's better to step outside to a coffee shop and get coffee rather than, you know, if your office has a Keurig. No, I'm not talking about Keurig or mm. the office coffee. I'm talking about like stepping outside the building as well is very, very important. Because then that is also another thing that, you know, when you're at work, that's where you're going to talk about work. But when you step out of work, the chances are you're not going to talk about work. And that, you know, that's where it comes to like, okay, now that we're not talking about work, we have to find something to talk about. And then from there, you know the person. You can talk about your sports team, like Emmanuel mentioned, and all sorts of these different things that you would know about this person. And I think that is a requirement when you get coffee. One of the biggest things, too, is sort of growing, what's the term? Cohesion might be the word, or a, a good vision 
where the people in the team not only know what the goal is, but trust each other enough to do it, and everyone accepts their role. It's a lot what ha- what what's needed or what's called. I like I watch a lot of basketball or NBA basketball, and one of the things that you always hear it's it's like a it's a cliche really. It's like oh the everyone everybody has their role on the team and they're all accepted and they all get over themselves. Yeah. You know, players who maybe on a different team would be the star player, except a bench role on this team because that's why it would help the team win the championship or you know that's why it helps the team go further than if they were the ones demanding the ball all the time and saying, what about me? And I think one of the ways that happens is people believe that they trust the other people in the team, they get to know them, but they also believe that giving up some of those things will help have a bigger goal. And I think part of having a bigger goal, a purpose that's kind of outside of your own personal ambitions mm. is being in a place where you think, where you feel like the other people care about you. Yeah. You feel a certain relatedness. I don't know if that's a word, but to them, yeah. <laughs> you know, relatable. Yeah, you feel relatable to the people that yeah. you currently work with in the situation that you're all in. And yeah, and also, and, and you you know why it would matter. And also, there's also this truism about what are they uh, soldiers about how they do things for the person next to them more than even you know the overall mission. Like they care about the person next to them a lot, and so they will go extra for that person next to them. And that is something that happens in a team that trusts, that takes the time or that finds ways to, in fact, build that kind of cohesion with each other. One of the things that is really useful about team building activities or really just getting to know your coworkers outside of work is that humans are tribal. And when we see other people as being part of the same tribe that we're in, we tend to relate to them more. Right. So you need an activity. You need some sort of common experience or shared interest that makes people identify with one another. And it can't right. be something, you know, big and generic, right? Like if you like sports and you talk to somebody else who likes sports, like, I mean, okay, yeah, that's great that we have that in common, but there are a lot of people out there who like sports. That's not really, that's not a small enough tribe for me to have any, any allegiance to another member of it. Mm. But if I'm really into extreme trick skiing, which is a thing I didn't even know existed until we took this trip. (laughs) Like then when I meet another person who's into extreme trick skiing, like we are instantly buddies yeah, instantly. Right. And I think what happens in the workplace is because you all work at the same company, everybody is part of that tribe. That becomes too big of a category. It's sort of like being into sports. But when you get to know a person on a personal level and you find out that, oh, you know, we actually are both, you know, Portuguese speakers yeah. or we both, there's some other, there's some other thing that we have in common. It leads people to in-group each other more in a way that is really necessary for a healthy functioning workplace. Yeah. So you go out for karaoke, right? One night and your voices shred. Then what? How does that how does, how does that benefit, like, the next day when we walk into the workplace? Yeah, why should a company want to facilitate this? How does that benefit them? I think one of the biggest things is that you can hear stories about the company from different perspectives than the one that you're normally rooted in, especially, like, since we're all spread out in our own corners. Like, we get together, we see the back office people, we yeah. talk to them, we hear about what's going on there. You know, we talk to each other about what's going on in our different clients and... And get a broader perspective, like not only about like 
our personal lives, like, which is what we've been talking about a lot, like rounding that out, but also like what's happening internally in perspective within the organization that helps us make better decisions and have a better idea of what what the priority should be. Hmm. I think I heard a team building exercise and I think the audience might have too. And that was probably a beer drinking contest or or like people going down skis. That could be another one. I mean, like you go into work and, and that like you had an experience where, you know, Bobby battled Katie and, and they both went off on a beer drinking thing. And then like the next day, you know, it's a story that you guys have. And the more you build up, on that it's like it, mm-hmm. it makes the relationship better at the workplace as well right and then next time bobby and katie are working together then like there's the rivalry that's built yeah, there yeah exactly <laughs> every yeah, they got a, that's the rivalry right there like two favorite sports i mean two rival sports teams same thing yeah and and you can do it without alcohol too like you can you can be super family friendly and have people bring their kids and stuff it, it could mm-hmm. be you know it could be a, a picnic in the park Jenga's good. I actually played Jenga with my nieces and just like playing the game is so much fun. I love I'm 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 the man in Jenga. <laughs> I'm, I'm Trust me. I get out of Humility. any st- situation. Yeah. <laughs> Catch I'm me just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I'm, can, we could go play Jenga right now. It's the best. I love it. It's so great. How do you feel about giant Jenga? Is giant Jenga okay or is it- I mean, yeah, I, I went where they're like three feet, I mean one foot a piece. Yeah. That I mean, as long as it doesn't hit me, <laughs> and I think uh, I haven't played giant though. I only played. I mean, I don't think my niece can ever push a giant Jenga. That's <laughs> that'd be great though. But I think like the combination of like game night and you know outings, things that are structured, kind of like open spaces that a company could run, is one of the many ways that you can get this team building exercise. And I imagine this topic will be revisited again because there's just so many different ways, like in these little niche ways that one can you know, gain trust and, and build rapport with your fellow uh, developers. I'm glad I had that conversation. We had this conversation. Do we have any teach and learns that we have today that we can discuss? Sure, I'll start. I learned how to ski today. And I really want to credit it to the instructor I had. He really broke it down. For instance, the first thing he had me do was just move around in the ski boots and make these little, like, markings in the, in the snow, right? Oh, okay. Then I had to put one, one ski on, then did, do something with one ski. Then we did something with the other ski, and, and then we put two skis on, and we just kind of walked up the, up the slope a little bit, right? Then we come down a little bit. Then go, and then we just, we, we just kind of build it up bit, bit by bit by bit until I was going down the little bunny slope pretty consistently and pretty well. And I, I didn't get a chance to learn how to turn all that well yet, but, you know, another couple of lessons I feel like I could have, and I wasn't falling <laughs> Like I didn't fall at all, which I find amazing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So that was really uh, the really great teachers here at Platykill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I recommend them. I feel like that, Shout out to Platykill. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's something that you can like kind of take and bring back to the office too. And like when you're teaching someone, like just remember like to break it down and like kind of use that as like a model. Yeah, Start on making ski angels. That's what I imagined you were yeah. doing. Like you're just like taking the ski and then wiping it to try to get a sense of the ground. That was a bit, yeah, and yeah. It's like a snow just, angel, but with the ski. Yeah, yeah. We did some of that, yeah. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And I'd like to thank the panelists who are here today. Party seems to be going on and we're kind of far away from downtown Manhattan. So we'll probably make our way back soon. But in the meantime, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.